This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, it was the second night of Pesach and Rav Tzvi Hirsch Halevi Horowitz turns to his two boys. His two boys were Shmo Shmelka and Pinchas. And he says, Yingalach. By the way, these two boys would later turn out to be Tugadale Yisrael. Shmo Shmelka would be the Rebbe of Shmelka Minikelsberg. Pinchas would be the great Hafla. Pinchas Horowitz, the Rebbe of the Chassam Soifer. And he says, Boys, Tzviras Haimer is starting tonight. Shavuos is coming. Which Masechta should we begin to learn? So, the oldest boy, Shmo Shmaka, says, uh, Shavuos is coming. We should learn Masechta Shavuos. Excuse me. The Rebbe of Masechta Shavuos. The Rebbe of Chassam Soifer was Nusen Adler. And Rapinchas Horowitz, of course. And he says, if Shmo Shmaka uh, says, we should learn Masechta Shavuos. Because, you know, Shavuos is coming. So the father says, hate to break it to you, but Masech the Shavuos has nothing to do with the Yom Tif of Shavuos. He said, of course, I know that. But on Har Sinai, the Gemara tells us in Masech Nida, and in elsewhere, that Klai Yisrael took an oath that we're going to keep the Torah. There's a concept, Mujba v'oimei mei Har Sinai. So we have to know how strong a Shavuos is, so we know how strongly we're bound to keep the Torah. Plus, if you count the blot in the Sechta Shavuos, how many blot do you have in the Sechta Shavuos? 49 blot. So if we learn one blot a day, we'll finish the Sechta by the time Shavuos comes. Okay. The next year, little Pinchas is learning with his father. The father says, it's the second night of Pesach. We're, we're beginning to count Sefirah Sa'imer. And <clears throat> which Sechta should we learn? So the kid says, we should learn two Sechtas. Two Sechtas. Which two? Kedushin and Ksubis. Kedushin and Ksubis? What do Kedushin and Ksubis have to do with Shavuos? He Nein. says, Tati, you taught us that the Rebunishalam married Klal Yisrael. Like the Pasuk says, we landed this week in the Haftarah. Ve'erastich li la'olam. That Rebunishalam married Klal Yisrael la'olam, forever. And he gave us a Ksuba, which was a Torah. So we have to know, we have to learn Hilchos Kedushin and Hilchos Ksuba to realize, to recognize the strength of the marriage, and that both parties have to fulfill their end of the day. Okay. Rabbi Sai, we say every day, when we put on tefillin, that God married Klal Yisrael forever. When? When did Hashem marry Klal Yisrael? So what we are going to learn this morning is that this Kedushin took place at Har Sinai. Maimon Har Sinai was not just an occasion where Hashem handed us the Torah, where He gave us the laws, but actually it was a symbolic wedding. It was a chasana. Maimon Har Sinai was a chasana between the Rebbe Shalom and Knesset Yisrael. In fact, take a look on your sheets. In number two, the Gemara Masech Tatainis, is commenting on the Pasuk and Shia Shirim. Se'ena ure'ena b'noiz tziyayin b'amelech shloimoi. That, so to speak, there's a day on the calendar that God got married. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, what day did Hashem get married? Matan Torah is referred to as the Chasana of the Rebbe Shalom. In fact, you look at Rashi and Chumash and Parshas Yisrael, we'll read it on Wednesday, Merz Hashem. Rashi understands Kabbalah Satoira was a wedding, it was a Chasana. The Pasuk says, Rashi says, what does it mean toward God? Says Rashi, We learn from here. That the Shechina went out to Klal Yisrael, Right? 
by the Sfaradim, the Kala is coming down the aisle, the Chassan comes out, down, to greet the Kala. Kechassan ha-yoytzei likras Kala. In fact, Rashi comments on the Pasuk in V'zay Sabracha, Hashem mi Sinai ba. God didn't come le-Sinai to Sinai. Hashem didn't go to Sinai. He came from Sinai. What does it mean he came from Sinai? Kechassan ha-yoytzei likras Kala. By the way, Kliyakar explains, you know, the Gemara tells us in Kedushin, who takes who? The man takes the woman, right? Not the woman takes the man. Not the woman takes the man. That's why, right? If the woman, nowadays they want to have, you know, the dual ring ceremony. It's a problem with halacha. The man has to do the formal act of acquisition. You do it after the chasana too, Rabbi. You do it after the chasana. Even that is a problem according to Ramosha. Ramosha says then, Ramosha has a whole truth about that. To, 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 for the woman to give the man a ring, then we're worried that less people think that's all you need and people are going to rely on that. So, but we're not getting to that right now. But the Kliyakar tells us that why does the man take the woman? The man takes the woman because the man lost something. He lost his rib. So who looks for who? The Aveda looks, lo, looks for the owner or the owner looks for the Aveda? The owner looks for the Aveda. So too the man has to take the woman. And that is why the Rebbe he so to speak, he lost us. We were lost in the Mitzrayim. We were uh, held captive in the Mitzrayim. The Rebbe comes, Mehar Sinai, to take Klaiza. Okay. Now Rabbi so far it's all nice and fluffy. It's a beautiful concept that God, so to speak, married Klaiza. Balaturim takes it further. Rabbi Yisai, we know that every marriage, every Kedushin requires a Kenyan, a formal acquisition. Says the Balaturim, this marriage, no less, also required a Kenyan. If God married Kla Yisrael, then he, need to, he needed to do an act of Kenyan. He needed to do a formal acquisition. What was the formal acquisition? We know, Ha'isha Niknes B'Shloisha Drachem. A woman is acquired in three ways. Right? Like, you know, the Rebbe once said at the Malava Malka, you could come to a Malava Malka in three ways. B'Kasef, either a cash. B'Shtar, you bring a check. Or Bibia, you just be there. That's it. Right? So, Haisha Niknes, Bishloisha Drachem. There are three ways to marry a woman. Kesef, money, Shtar, and Bia. So which acquisition did God use to marry Klal Yisrael? Oh. Says, Balaturim, all three. Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. Look at Balaturim, amazing. Says Balaturim, look at number five. Maisha Niknes, Bikesef, Shtar, Bia, Af Yisrael came. Bekesef, what was the Kesef, Rabbi Yisai? Bizas Mitzrayim. Kla Yisrael left Mitzrayim. They cashed in at the Yam. We once spoke about this. <clears throat> Whatever money they borrowed from Mitzrayim, they got even more money on the Yam. So that was the Kesef of the Kedushin. Got it? Okay, that was the Kesef. Shtar, Taira. Taira's a Shtar. Taira Tziva Lanu Moshe Moira Al Tikri Moira Ella. Moira Shah. And then Bibia. Look in the Navi. God says, Hashem symbolically performed this third acquisition to Klal Yisrael. Says the Balaturim, listen to this. If Hashem performed three types of Kenyanim, that's why we say in the Navi, That's Kenyan one. That's Kenyan two. That's the third one. And then in, in Yisra, it says, Va'avi eschem Eloi, Va'avi is begamatria, bebiya. Okay? But so we're just getting started. We know the Torah was given in which month? 
If you see a captive woman, you take her out, you want to marry her, how long do you have to wait? Three months. Why? Havchana. Because you want to know who the father is. You have to have a three-month separation to know who's the father. The, the captor or the new husband? Who was held captive? Klal Yisrael. Who wanted to marry her? How long does he have to wait? Hashem waits till the third month until he marries Klal Yisrael. Okay. Since Hashem knows everything, it doesn't sound like it would apply. Even if you were, even if you knew that she was untouched, you still have to wait. Like plug. Okay. Okay, so now, so far, based on everything we learned, we would say this is all symbolic, it's an analogy, it's a nice drush, it's a nice agadata. But what we're going to learn today is that this relationship between Klal Yisrael and the Rebbein Shalom, this Kedushin is subject to all of the halachos and all of the lambdas of Masech the Kedushin. And we'll understand why the great hafla, Rabbi Pinchas Horowitz, the Rebbe of the Chsam Soifer, how he understood, even as a young boy... The most important Masechta to learn in anticipation of Shavuos is Kedushin and Ksubis. Okay, so Rabbi Yisai, it sounds like, you know, from the introduction, this is going to be an Agada Tashir, it's going to be nice, fluffy. No, no, you got to have your thinking caps on today. It's going to, mamish, going to be Alam the Shashir. Okay, we begin with the Hakdama of the Hamakna. Look at number seven. The Hamakna was written by Rapinchas Horowitz, and in his introduction, the Sefer HaMakna was written on Masech the Kedushin, and in his introduction, he speaks about the marriage that took place between Knesset Yisrael and, and the Rebbe And he says like this, Hashem loved Klal Yisrael so much, to the point where He wanted to marry us, La'aylam, forever, an eternal relationship. Okay? So Rabbi Yisai, in order to get married, you need Kedushin. Kedushin needs Kenyan. What was the Kedushin that Hashem used to marry Klal Yisrael? Okay, Rabbi Sai, fasten your seatbelts. Look in Aleph. Amnam. Be'inyin ha'chupa v'kidushin nechel kuhama farshim. What exactly was the kidushin? Yeshayim rim, some say, shahakidushin hayu b'masha hitziyanu mikor ha'barzel b'rchush gadol. You know what the money for kidushin was? The wealth, the riches, the spoils, the bizas mitzrayim. Right? That, you go over to a woman, you say, here's $10 billion, she'll probably marry you. Chances are she'll marry you. She'll say yes. <laughs> right? So, Yubal Shalom offered us Tairezov, Nasalach, and Nekudas HaKosef. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of wealth. G'day lehoisa bizas hayam, yoisami bizas Mitzrayim. There is one opinion the Kesef Kedushin was the spoils of Mitzrayim. <clears throat> There's another opinion. Says the Hamakna. Let me tell you another opinion. You know what the other opinion is? The Luchais Habris. The Luchais. They're very valuable. It was made out of San Perino, and it was a gem. Some learned the Kesef Kedushin was not 49 days earlier when they left Mitzrayim, but rather it was at Matan Torah, the Luchais. Says the Hamakna, let me chime in on this Machlekes. Okay, we have Machlekes. I ask you, what was the Kesef Kedushin? There's one opinion that we already saw in the Balaturim, that the Kesef Kedushin was the spoils of Mitzrayim. There's another opinion the Kesef Kedushin was the Luchais. Says the Hamakna. Nobody on the Luchos. God. 
Tis. But in the end, Moshe took the decision. Ah, so we're going to get into that. Yeah, that's not we're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about that. We can't reach out of it. We're going to talk about that. Says the Hamakna. Let me chime in. I'm going to tell you what the kedushin was. The kedushin had to be the luchais. Why the kedushin have to be the luchais? The Medrash tells us. Medrash Tanchuma Parshas Ekev. You have it on your sheets over here. <coughs> Number eight. Number eight. The Medrash tells us like this. There was once a king. He married a woman. What happens? The woman is Mazana. So quickly her unterfuhr, the Shoshvinon, goes ahead, takes the Kedushin, rips it up. This way this woman is not an Ashes Ish, as in so. She's not a married woman that committed an act of infidelity to her husband. But rather she's a Pnuya. She's a single woman who acted improperly. And the king goes to the Shoshvin and he says, I have to give you a big yashikoyach. It's a good thing you nullified the marriage. This way, she was not an Eshesish. We were never married because you destroyed the Kedushin before it was Chal. So too, says the Medrash, Hashem married Kla Yisrael. With what? The Luchais. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down with the Luchais. He sees Kla Yisrael is doing... The unspeakable act of Zenus. What was the unspeakable act of Zenus? The Ega. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, uh-oh, Hashem married them. Now they're being Mazana. We don't want Hashem to deal with us like an Eishas Ish. That was Mazana. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the Kedushin. I'm going to break the Kedushin. I'm going to nullify the marriage. I'm going to make it that the Kekal Yisrael was not an Eishas Ish, but rather they're like a Pnuya Shazinsa. And therefore, Hashem won't punish us so severely. So says the Hamakna, wait a second. If Klal Yisrael was already married from the time they left Mitzrayim with the Bizas Mitzrayim, what would it accomplish to break the Luchais? They were married already. You have to say, what? What do you see from the Medrash? The Luchais. the Luchais were the Kedushin. And Moshe Rabbeinu takes the Luchais, he breaks the Luchais, he nullifies the marriage. This way when Klal Yisrael is Mazana with the Egal, they're not an Eshazit but rather they're what? They're like a Pnuya Shazinsa. Okay? So Rabbi said, we have two opinions. <coughs> we have two opinions regarding what the marriage was. The Balaturim says the marriage was what? The Bizas Mitzrayim. The Medrash seems to say very clearly that from the fact that Moshe broke the Luchais and nullified the Kedushin, what do we see from there? What was the Kedushin? The Luchais. Says the Makna. Okay, you got it? So we have two opinions. Balaturim says the Bizas Mitzrayim. The Medrash seems to say that it was the Luchais. Because if it wasn't the Luchais, what good would it be for Moshe Rabbeinu to break the Luchais? Ah. So Rabbi said, which one is it? Who's right? Balaturim or the Medrash? What was the marriage? Was it the Biza or was it the Luchais? Says the Balaturim, says the Hamakna. Elu ve'elu divrelekim. They're both true. Both the marriage was the was the Bizas Mitzrayim. The marriage was the Luchais. Aye, once you marry someone once, you can't marry them again. What? But once <laughs> once you're married to your wife, you can't marry her again unless you divorce her. There is no divorce over here. You renew your marriage. You renew your marriage. <laughs> Says Hamakna, an unbelievable thing. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. You gotta, you know. Hope you ate your Wheaties this morning. Put on your thinking caps. What number? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's in number nine. It's also in... It's also in number seven. Says the Hamakna. He has a question. 
We know the Kedushin could not have only been the Bizas Mitzrayim. Otherwise, what would Moshe have accomplished by breaking Beluchais? The marriage was already effective. But on the other hand, the Balaturim says the marriage was the Biza. But let's ask ourselves a question. If Hashem married Klaiso with the Luchais, who did, who did Hashem give the Luchais to? Me, you, no. Only one person received it. Moshe. Moshe. So that means Moshe had to have been a shliach on behalf of Klai Yisrael. We know that if a man marries a woman with kesef, he doesn't have to give it to her. He could give it to her shliach. Mm-hmm. Now there are two types of shluchim. There's a shliach lahaylacha and a shliach lekabala. A shliach lahaylacha merely takes the money and they're not married until the shliach takes the money and gives it to the woman. His job is just transportation. He takes the money, he transports it to the woman. The kedushin is not effective until she receives the money. Then there's something called shliach lekabala. What's a shliach lekabala? He, she sends someone. The shliach accepts the money. She could be in Honolulu. The moment the shliach accepts the money, she's married wherever she is. Ask the hamakna, what kind of shliach was my shabino? Was he a shliach lehilacha, or was he a shliach lekabala? If Moshe Rabbeinu was a sheikh Kabbalah, so then the moment Hashem gave the luchas to Moshe, they're married. So if they're married, the moment Hashem gave Moshe the luchas, then it would accomplish absolutely nothing to break the luchas. The marriage was already effective. Right? If a man gives a shliach Kabbalah money on behalf of a woman, the moment the shliach receives the money, she's married. Even if he then takes the money and tosses it into the sea, the marriage is already effective. So if Moshe was a sheikh Kabbalah, of what good was it that Moshe broke the luchais? The marriage was ready chal. Elama, you have to say, Moshe Rabbeinu, it was a shliach, lehoilacha, to bring the money to Kla Yisrael, and then the marriage wasn't effective until Moshe handed them the luchais. Ask the Hamaknes, so why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to break the luchais? Just don't give it to them. Because the marriage is not effective until Moshe hands them the Luchais. So if Moshe had a problem with the fact that Klai Yisrael were serving the Egel, and he didn't want Klai Yisrael to be married so that Hashem shouldn't treat them like an Eish so instead of breaking it, save yourself the trouble. Don't get everyone so excited. Just don't hand the Luchais to Klai Yisrael. So Mimanavshah. If he's a Sheikh Kabbalah, they're married. Breaking doesn't do anything. If he's a Sheikh Lahilacha, don't give it. What does he have to break it for? But uh, they received the luchot in their hands, never. So just, yeah, so what do you have to break it for? Kekshtar, uh, you have to give it really to the wife, to her hand. Only, only, it depends. Or you could give it to the sheikh Kabbalah. Once the sheikh Kabbalah gets it, it's like the woman got it. So we don't understand what's going on over here. Very nice, Moshe was a shliach, but what kind of shliach? Shliach lahilacha, so don't break it. Shliach Kabbalah, breaking doesn't do anything. So you ready for this? Because of this question, says the Hamakna, the marriage was the Bizas Mitzrayim, and the marriage was the Luchas. How? It was Kedushin al Tanai. It was a stipulated marriage. What was the stipulation? Hashem said to Kalah Yisrael, take the money of Mitzrayim, and you could keep it for marriage on one condition. You accept the Torah. So it's really tonight. It's it's a tonight. Kedushin al Let's say a man says to a woman, "I'm hareya mikdashasli al manas that I like your children." But woman, if this money was belong right? to Hashem. On condition, I like the children. The money so, will belong to Hashem. It's God's money. This the is visa. their money. They was working there as the slaves. Yeah, this but Hashem, Hashem freed them. 
Hashem, Hashem smote this, the, this was the Bahlokit and the Gemara that they got paid for what no, they were slaves. That's after Kaiso got it and they wanted it back. So Kaiso says, when you pay us back, we'll pay you back. Oh. But you don't have a right to steal money from your employer if he doesn't pay you. Right? So, so in other words, Rabbi Sai says the Hamakna, says the Hamakna, the marriage was the Bizas Mitzrayim on condition that Klai Yisrael would receive the Luchais. So you say this sounds very far-fetched to say it was a marriage out tonight. It's a Pasuk in Chumash. What's the Pasuk? When I take you out of Egypt, So the marriage was Biza. It was on condition that Klai Yisrael would accept the Luchais. So what happens? Listen to this. Klai Yisrael is coming out of Mitzrayim. From the day they came out of Mitzrayim, what? They're married. Yep. The only thing is, Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Har Sinai and he sees them being Mezana, he sees them serving the Egal. Like so Moshe Rabbeinu says, I need to uproot the Kedushin retroactively. Like so what does he do? He takes the Luchais, he smashes them. Now Klai Yisrael can't accept the Luchais. Now the Itnai is unfulfilled and the Maisa is bottled and the Kedushin is off. And now Klai Yisrael is not like a Eshasish Shazinsa, they're like a Pnuya Shazinsa. Never wow. Wow. <laughs> Says the Hamakna, now I understand an amazing thing. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Har Sinai, and he sees Klai Yisrael serving the Egal. He says, Aaron, what's going on over here? So Aaron says, no, it's not my fault. You know, they pressured me into it. It's a, it was a tough job. And and you were you were late. Where were you, Moshe? We were waiting for you. We didn't know what to do, so we're stalling for time. So I told Klai Yisrael, this is in Kisisa, Lamed Beis, Chavdalet, Va'omar, Lohem, I said to them, who has money? Take it off. Says that, right? Remember this pasuk? Aaron was trying to store for time. Who has money? Take it off. So it says, what kind of question is, who has gold? Who has gold? Imagine, you go to the Eskimos. Who has ice? Right, what's the expression? Selling coal in uh, Newcastle, right? Who has money? Who do you think has money? The Jews were loaded. They were loaded. They just came out of Mitzrayim with the Bizas Mitzrayim. Right? When, when it came time for the Nidavas Hamishkan, every Jew was donating and donating and donating until Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, enough already. So it's like, who has money? Yeah, you go to the, the richest shul in the world. Uh, anyone here have money? You know, every, every car outside is, you know, a Lamborghini. Anyone here have money? <laughs> so what do you mean, who has money? Hey, what, what kind of question is that? Let me see. And then, Aaron says, Hisparaku. What is Hisparaku? Take it off. I mean, take it off. Imagine, guy come. They make an appeal for Hatzala, right? So the guy comes. Usually they say, "Oh, we're partners with you, and it's our privilege right, to hold." Right? They want to butter you up. They want to convince you to give the money. What kind of appeal is Aaron making? Give it. A, what is it? Aaron says, "Take it off." That's how you get money from people. Imagine a fundraiser. He goes to the usher. He says, "You have money? Give it to me now." Aaron should say, you know. Tenu, na, please give it. Hisnadvu, donate it. Hisparaku, take it off. What's a hold up? Aaron went with a gun, with a semi-automatic. Who has money? Take it off. Says Amakna, yeah. yeah. You know why? It's exactly like Shvirat Because, listen to this. How did Klai Yisrael have money? Where'd they have money from? Bizatayam. Are they allowed to keep that money? If they stay married. What if they don't fulfill the tonight? It's not theirs anymore. So Aaron says, you want to make an Egal? Who has money? Not you. It's not yours anymore. His Baraku, take it off now. It's not yours. You're not fulfilling the Tanai. The money is Chayzer. It's Halacha and Shulchan Take a look at number 13. If you have Kedushin al Tanai, 
And Linus Gayama Tanai, Khoizer Mamois, the money restored. So Amravinu is saying, Aaron Akon is saying, very matter of fact, who has money? You guys don't. Yeah, we do. No, it doesn't belong to you anymore. Hashem gave it to you for the marriage. You're not fulfilling the Tanai of the marriage. Take off the money. Says the Makna, now we understand. The first Pasuk in Pasha's Truma. What does it say? The Yikhuli Truma. What does the Yikhuli mean? Take. Take. What do you mean take? You have to give the money. Yeah, the taking, they, they, most people, they have that down pat already. It's the giving that's the problem. Right? So why would it say, the yikhuli truma, take the truma? It should say, the yitnuli, the famous kasha. Right? Every pasha's truma, you're gonna hear that a thousand times. Why does it say, the yikhuli? It should say, the yitnuli. Says, it's pashat. What were they giving? The biza. How, what were they donating to the mission? The bizas mitzrayim. Did they own the bizas mitzrayim? Not and not really, because they serve the Egal. Because they serve the Egal, the money didn't belong to them anymore. When was the Kedushin reinstated? Huli. which came along with the Tzivoy to build the Mishkan. So when Hashem reinstated the marriage, He says, by the way, by you building the Mishkan and bringing the Kedushin back, you can now take that money for yourself. You could take it. You could take it. So why would right. In other words, oh, and with the ego, they lost the money. But now that they had a tzivoy to rebuild the mishkan that came along with the second luchais, the kedushin was back, and now they were allowed to keep the money. So why we keep the old ktuba? The first luchais. Yeah. We don't yeah, have it. It's broken. It's there. It's there. The shvei luchot also mulachim ba'arom. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Okay, Rabbi Sai. So now we're, we're, get, we're taking this very seriously, right? We started off with, you know, Agatha and Drush, but now we're taking this very seriously. We're saying there was a full-fledged marriage. The marriage took place when? When they left Mitzrayim with the Bizas Mitzrayim. It was Al-Tanai that they accept the Luchais. Moshe Rabbeinu sees that they're being Mazana. What does he do? He breaks the Luchais. Okay? Rabbi, if we're going to take this so seriously, that there was a full-fledged marriage over here, then this marriage is missing a crucial component. What's, what's it missing? It's missing something called an Amira. An Amira. You need to talk. If a chassan gives, let's say a chassan takes out his wife and they go to the jewelry store and he buys her a million dollar ring and he puts it on. Are they married? No. No. No, who? He could buy her flowers. He could give her kesef. He could do anything. If he, there's no amira, there's no marriage, says the Gemara Kedushin, Nasan hu, v'loi amar hu, ain't a Kedush. What about Bia? First we're talking about the Kesef. What about Bia, if without talking you could, uh, you should be Right now the Hamakan is dealing with the Kesef. Well, maybe we'll talk about it. So he says, where's the amira? Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem, I found an amira, says the Hamakna. Because in Parshas Mishpatim, yeah. the Pasuk says, Hashem says to Moshe, Alei Eli Hahara, come up to the mountain. And I'll give you the Luchas. So that's an Amira. Okay? Alei Eli Hahara, come up to the mountain. And I'll give you Luchas and the Luchas. So Hashem is saying to Moshe, come, let's get this done. So beautiful, we have Amira. But wait a second. What's the halacha? A man says to a woman like this. He says, he has an Amira. Where's the ring? No ring. And then 40 days later, he says to her, yeah, what's doing? How's everything? Puts the ring on her finger. No son who? 40 days, uh, excuse me. 
Amar who 40 days earlier. Venosan who 40 days later. Kedushin or not a Kedushin? No. No shaykhs. You need Nesina and Amira at the same time. So very nice, Hashem gave Amira to Moshe. He said to Moshe, in the beginning of Har Sinai, but he didn't give the Luchais until, until 40 days later. She knows what is it for. Doesn't matter. You need Amira Bishas Maisa. Oh, right? So one second, that's the question. The question is, let's say the question. Hashem gave the Amira in the beginning of the 40 days, but the Nesina Sakesef was until later. Says the but the shita of Rabbi Yossi is like this. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yossi's shita is like this. What if a man says, Amira. And then for 40 days consecutively, he says, okay, what are we going to do about the flowers? What are we going to do about the photographer? And um, who's going to be the caterer? And how much is going to pay? And make sure your mother doesn't get involved with this, right? <laughs> so they talk about the Kedushin for 40 days straight, right? And then at the end of the 40 days, what happens? He gives it to her. So you have Amira and what? Medaber ima al kiddushin for 40 days. Is it a good marriage? According to Rabbi Yossi, it's a good marriage. So what do you have over here? You have an Amira. And now look at number 14. When does Hashem give the Kesef to Moshe? When he finished speaking to him, what was he talking to him about? Tyra. The Tyra is in Yoni Kedushin. So Hashem made an Amira Alehara. They're talking about the marriage for 40 days, and he immediately gives the Kasef, so it's a good Kedushin. Says the Hamakna, not so fast. That's only good according to Rabbi Yossi, who says, is a good Kedushin. But according to the Shita of Rabbi Hudan, Kedushin Davava Manath number 15, you need Amira and immediately in Asina. It's not good enough for all this talk about the flowers and the caterer and the mother-in-law. You need to immediately give the Kedushin. So therefore, how was it Kedushin according to the Shita Rabbi Huda? So you have to say, listen to this. Rabbi Huda would say it wasn't Kedushin with Kasef, it was Kedushin with Shtar. What was the Shtar? The Luchais. Where's the Amira? For a star, you don't need an Amira. Why not? Because what do you think it says on the star? It says on the star. It communicates on the star what we're doing. So for star, you don't need Amira. So according to Rabbi Huda, what? Um, what is that again? That's by Gittin, right? By Gittin, Mipiyam Lemipiksavam. By, one second. Yeah, you need Eidos. You need you need Eidos. You need Eidos to endeavor Shabbat Pachas Mishnayim. But for the actual act of Kedushin, you don't need an Amira. You don't need an Amira. If according to many Shitos, for Shtar. Yeah, you could use the same Pachas. No, but the problem is that Amira was 40 days earlier. We, 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 oh, the, the, number 14 is that... Uh, it, no, that was... In, before he comes out. No, no, no. Number 14. But that, that speaking was only learning. That wasn't immediate, that wasn't the direct issue of the marriage. So Rabbi said, but here's the problem with star. Because, listen to this. If you marry a woman with a star, nowadays we don't do that. You write the star and you hand it to her. Are you married? No. Why not? Because there's a halacha that the woman needs to be aware at the time the star is written that it's being written for Kedushin. A star has to be written midaita. She has to know about it. Now let's think for a moment. 
Who's the woman over here? Klai Yisrael. What's the shtar? Luchos. When were the Luchos written? So the sixth day. We weren't around then. So the shtar was not written with our knowledge. So therefore the shtar is puzzle. Says the Hamakna, you have to say, based on the Zayar. The Zayar says that just like all the Neshamos of Klai Yisrael were present at Har Sinai, they were also present at the time of the writing of the Luchos. Okay, that's what the Hamakna says. <clears throat> so Rabbi Yisai, this is how the Makna explains the Kedushin. What's the Kedushin? Bizas Mitzrayim, on condition Klai Yisrael gets the Luchais. Aye, what's the problem? The problem is, there's no Amira, there's an Amira in the beginning of the 40 days. Aye, 40 days is too much time lapsing in between. Medaberimo Kolazman. Aye, that's only good according to Rabbi Yossi, not Rabbi Huda. You have to say, according to Rabbi Huda, it was Vishtar. Aye, Shtar needs Midaita. Klaiso were there, the Nershamos were there at the time of the Ksiva. Fine. Rabbi said that was the Kedushin. You ready for this? What was the Nesuin? That was Kedushin, right? What was the Nesuin? What's Nesuin? Nesuin is the second part of the marriage. Says the Hamakne, it's also a Machlaikis. It's a machloikes. What was in the suin? You can take a look in your sheets at number 20. Gam be'inyin ha'chupa v'hanesuin nechleku ha'mefarshim. Regarding the nesuin, it's also a machloikes. Yeishoyimrim, some say, shahaya al yedei, listen to this, shakafa aleim ha'har kegiges. The chupa. What was the chupa? The mountain suspended over our heads. That was a chupa. Right? When Hashem said, you know, you want the Torah, either take it or leave it, that mountain was a symbolic chuppah. Yeah, a lot of people, when they get married, they're doing threat. <laughs> chuppah. <laughs> the kafa aleim har when Hashem suspended the mountain over their head, that was chuppah. Says the Marsha, no. There's another way to do Nesuin. You know how you can do Nesuin? Yichud. Right? That's why we try to do all the various ways because we're unsure exactly how to do it. Yichud. What was a yichud? When Hashem was meyached, his shechina, in the Mishkan, says the Marshan, Ksubis, Dabzayin, number 21, that was yichud. The Nesuin was the yichud of the shechina in the Mishkan. So we have two opinions. One opinion was that the Nesuin was chupa, kafaleim harkegiyas. One opinion was the Nesuin was yichud. Mishkan was a year later. Okay. Next year. That's good. Nesuin in times of the Gemara was, uh, was a year later. Comes a Hamakna and he's gonna chime in on this Machlaikis also. Again, what's the Nesuin? How was the marriage consummated? Was it Chopa, Kafalema Kagigis, or was it the Yichud and the Mishkan? So you ready for this? Unbelievable. Moshe Abenu comes down from our Sinai and he sees, right, Claudius was making the golden calf. Znus. Znus. So what does my Shabbat want to do? He says, if you're a married woman <clears throat> and you were in, you ha- you showed infidelity to your husband, who are you like? A sota. So Moshe wants to test them like a sota. So what does he do? He gr- he burns the egel, he grinds it up, oh he makes sota waters. Neskavein leboitgam kesoita says Rashi, look at number twenty-two. Vayishak esnei. So the pasuk says vayikach esoegel. 
was testing Klai Yisrael like a Saita. I have a question. Question for you. If a woman is uh, unfaithful to her husband, when do we make her drink the Saita waters? Not the soda. The Saita waters. When, right? When she's in Arusa or only when she's in Asua? The Gemara Kedushin says, Arusa is Laishaisais, Nesua is Shaisais. Says the Gemara in Kedushin, Chavzayin Amidbez, number 23. The Gemara says, Arusa Laishaisais. And Arusa does not drink the Saita waters. Says the Hamakna. If an Arusa doesn't drink the Saita waters, when did Bnei Yisrael become a Nesua? According to the Marsha. Not until Hashem did Yichud in the Mishkan. That was afterwards. So what's Moshe Rabbeinu doing? Giving them the Saita waters. They're not married yet. There was no Nesuin yet. You're forced to say, says the Hamakna, that if Moshe was testing them like a Saita, they must have already been a Nesua. And you have to say the Nesuin took place when? When it was Kaf Aleim Harkagigas. Because if the Nesuin didn't take place yet, how could Moshe try to test them like a Saita? The Nesuin didn't happen yet, and only Nesuah is Shaisais, Arusa is Therefore, we're forced to say, says the Hamakna, that what? Kaf Aleim Harkagigas is what? Nesuin. But we have a problem. <clears throat> Here's a problem. You ready? Could you have Nesuin without Kedushin? Could you first do Nesuin and then do Kedushin? No. First you need step one. First you need Kedushin. Could you get married and then have an engagement party? It doesn't work like that. You need first step A, step B. Says the Hamakna, I don't get something. What was the Nesuin? Kafalim Harkagigas. What was the Kedushin? The Bizas Mitzrayim, on condition they would accept the Luchais. But what did Moshe Rabbeinu do to the Luchais? He broke them. What happened to the Kedushin? Kedushin is off. So then how exactly was Kafa Aleim Harkagigis? How is that Chuppah? You can't have Chuppah if there's no Kedushin. So Moshe broke the Kedushin. So if Moshe broke the Kedushin, there's no Kedushin. If there's no Kedushin, there's no Nesuin. If there's no Nesuin, what's Moshe giving them the Saita waters and not married in the first place? You hear the Kasha? It's good Kasha. Moshe broke the Kedushin. If Moshe broke the Kedushin, there's no Nesuin. Ah, you ready for this? There's a Amoira by the name of Rav Huna. Rav Huna held, Chuppah is not just Nesuin, it's also Kedushin. It does both. Rav Huna says, Chuppah is not only Goymer, Chuppah is also Koyne. So therefore, says the Hamakne, even though the Kedushin from the Bizas Mitzrayim was off, because Kaiso didn't accept the Luchais. And he broke the Luchais. And he broke the Luchais. But now that we have Kafalim Har Kagigis, it kills two birds with one stone. It's Kedushin and Ah! But Mr. is asking, that's only according to Rafuna. We don't pass him like Rafuna. <laughs> so what's Moshe Rabbeinu doing? Passing like Rav Huna? We don't pass in like Rav Huna. We pass in that Kedush, that Chuppah only does Nesuin and not Kedushin. Now you ready for this? What was Rav Huna's logic? That Chuppah could do both. So the, says the Gemara in Kedushin, Rav Huna made a Kavachaymer. If Kesef Shtarembiya, which can't do Chuppah, can't do Nesuin, could do Kedushin. 
So then, chuppah, which could do nisuin, certainly it could do kedushin. You hear the kavachem? That was Rufunas logic. Rufunas logic is kesef shtar and bia can't do part two, but it could do part one. It's weak. They're weaklings. They're wimps. They can't do Nesuin. But yet they could do Kedushin. So if Chuppah, which is strong, it could do Nesuin, certainly it could do oh, nice. Kedushin. But the Gemara said it's not a Kavachaymer. You know why? Because you know why Kesef Shtaram Bia could do Kedushin? Because there is a way to do Kesef Shtaram Bia Ba'karchach, against the will of, of a woman, by Amavriya and other circumstances. But Chuppah, which can never be done Ba'karchach, it can only do the suin, it can't do kiddushin. But here it was chuppah by kofah. Oh, but this is the But this type of chuppah, this type of chuppah was by karchach. Yeah, so like for this kid. type of chuppah, like it definitely could do kiddushin. Yeah, right, this right, type right, of chuppah, right. everyone agree it could do kiddushin. The only problem we had with Rav Huna is because we didn't like his kavachaymer. Why didn't we like his kavachaymer? Because kasev shtarem bi is by karchach, chuppah is not by But this type of chuppah is by karchach. So for this type of chuppah, Everyone agrees to Rapuna, it could kill two birds with one stone, it could accomplish everything. So by Rabbi say, this is what the Hamakna says, Lamaisa. What was the marriage? Bizas Hayam, on condition they accept the Luchais. The problem was, Moshe broke the Luchais, he was Mavatal everything. Then they did Kafalem Harkigigis, Kafalem Harkigigis takes care of everything. Why? It's Chuppah, this type of Chuppah kills two birds with one stone. Okay? So Rabbi say, this is how the Hamakna, Rav Pinchas Horowitz, the Rebbe of the Chassam Seifer, understood the Lambdas of the Kedushin and the Nesuin of Kabbalah Satayah. Okay? I'm going to tell you one kasha from Rabbi Yonison Eibeshitz on this. Okay? <clears throat> and then we'll move on. The great Rebbe Rabbi Yonison. Right? Rabbi Yonison Eibeshitz, in his Sefer, look at number 25, Avas Yonison, Parshas Bamidbar. He dedicated many, many, many pages of his Sefer to this Indian of the Kedushin, the Nesuin, between Klai Yisrael and the Rebansham. And he says, everything we just said is beautiful, but it's wrong. Why? Because obviously there was somebody who did not agree with it. His name is Hashem. How do we know Hashem? Again, what did Moshe Rabbeinu think? Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm going to break the Luchais. Breaking Luchais is Mavata Lebizas Mitzrayim. But then Chuppah of Kafalim Akagigis does everything. Does Kedushin and Nesuin. But Hashem obviously did not agree with this. Why? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Harsinai, what does he do with the Luchais? He broke the Luchais. What did Hashem say to Moshe? Yashukach. Why? What's the big Yashukach? Yashukach says, now that Klal Yisrael were Mazana, they weren't like an Ashes Ish that was Mazana, they were like a Pnuya that was Mazana. They weren't married. What do you mean they weren't married? But what about the Kafalem Harkagigas? The Kafalem Harkagigas, uh... according to Moshe's Cheshvin, did Kedushin and the Suin. <coughs> Kafalem Harkagigas was in the beginning of the 40 days. So if Kafalem Harkagigas was a full fledged Kedushin, then the fact that Moshe broke the Luchais, only and not only abolish the first kedushin, but they're still married with the suin from the chuppah. So if they're still married, what's Hashem giving a big yashikayach to Moshe? They're still married. You're forced to say that Hashem did not buy into this thing that we just said that everyone would agree that this type of chuppah takes care of both things. 
So very nice, Moshe born into it, but Hashem didn't buy into it. So what's the problem? Moshe disagreed. It's not the first time. The problem is, but why when Moshe checked them like a soita, did it work? If if in the eyes of Hashem, they're not married, and they're not Nesuais, and they're not Arusais, the water should not have been effective, because they weren't married. Okay? That's the question of Yenis and Ayvashit. Rabbi Yisai, we're not finished. Okay? Listen to this. You'll say this over tomorrow night. They'll be very happy. It'll be even better than the cheesecake. Listen to this. Comes along the Mechutin. Who's the Mechutin? The Mechutin of the Hamakna. Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. You ever hear of Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis? Ephraim Zalman Margolis, the Mechutin of the Hamakna. He's well known. He wrote on the Hilchas Yom Naram, Mate Ephraim. You open up a Mishnah Bura, Hilchas Sukkah, Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, Mate Ephraim. He was a contemporary of, <coughs> he was a contemporary of the Chsam Soifer. And he also wrote Shalas Tshuvas on all four Chalakim of Shulchanah called Shalas Tshuvas based Ephraim. Rabbi Yonis and Ibishit says about him, he's my face Tyrenu. Okay? He's a big man. Chsam Soifer writes about him, Says like this: Ashrei Kahala Dasai. Fortunate is his congregation, Shekachalahem, that they have the privilege of having him. Lehanois Miziv Shchinasai, to bask in the splendor of his Shchina. Says Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. Ready for this? Erison getting married. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. You make a bracha. What's the bracha? Baruch Atah Hashem Ogin Melchaylam Al Ha'arayis. Right. What? Backwards. That's backwards. Maybe in Chelm they do Chupa and Kedushin. But we do Kedushin and then Chupa. Why in the Bracha is it backwards? So he says, I know why. Because in the Chasima of the Bracha it's backwards. Because we say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Kadesh Asama Yisrael, Ayidei Chupa V'Kidushin. So he said, fine, but why is it backwards in the Chasima? Why do we say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Amo Yisrael, Ayidei Chupa V'Kidushin. So he says, we have to know what the words mean, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Asama Yisrael, Ayidei Chupa V'Kidushin. Most people would say, Hashem sanctified Kla Yisrael through the institution of Chupa and Kedushin. No, that's not what it means. Mekadesh Amo Yisrael, God married Klal Yisrael, Ayyadeh Chupa V'Kidushin. One second. Did Hashem marry us backwards? Yes, He did. Why? He tried to marry us forwards. He gave us the Bizas Mitzrayim on condition we would accept the Luchais. But what did Moshe do to the Luchais? He broke them. The Kedushin is off. Then he does Nesuin, Chuppah, Kafaleim HaKagigis, Nesuin, and then he gives us Luchai Shniyais, Kedushin. So when Hashem married Klai Yisrael, it was Ayyadei Chuppah, V'Kedushin. So we say like this, Ayyadei Chuppah V'Kedushin. Why are we saying it backwards? Because that's how Hashem did it to us. Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Amo Yisrael, Ayyadei Chuppah V'Kedushin. Because the paradigm of marriage, the first, the mashal of marriage, is God marrying Kal Yisrael. And according to the Hamakna, which is not really according to the Hamakna, by the way, because according to the Hamakna, he did both in one shot, but sort of, based on this logic of the Hamakna, first Hashem tried to do Kedushin, but the Kedushin was Batal. 
Then he did chuppah, kaf alim ha Then he did kiddushin, luchai shniyais. That is why we say in the bracha, mekadesh, amoy, yisrael, ayidei, chuppah v'kiddushin. So next time you go to a wedding, you're sitting next to the guy, and you know, you're waiting around endlessly, you say, you know, by the way, do you know why we say, why do we do it backwards? That's what Hashem did to us. Hashem first did chuppah, and then he did kiddushin. Says Rabbi Ephraim Zahn he says, It's beautiful, right? Because he says, if you're not going to say so, at least I'll say so. It's beautiful. Okay. However, he says, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that the chuppah was kafalim harkigigas. Oh, it's not a, that's a marriage where Hashem is suspending the mountain over our head. That's the chuppah. It's like coerced. We know, Rabbi Isai, you can't do chuppah So if you can't do chuppah against the will of the woman, how could you say the chuppah was the mountain being suspended over our heads? So therefore, Rabbi Ephraim Zalmargola says, another possible way Hashem did chuppah to Klai Okay? Rabbi said, take a look at this. Take a look on your sheets. A number... Number 28. Number 28. The Pasuk says like this. Pasuk says, I carried you on the wings of eagles. And I brought you to me. Says Targum Yonason, well, what, what is this? When did God put us on eagle's wings? Says Targum Yonason Menazil. Atun Chamison Yisoa. Madi Avodis Lumitzroi, what I did to the Egyptians. Utaonis Yaschoin, I carried you. Alanonin, on clouds. Ke'al Godfrey Nishin, as if on the wings of eagles. Min Pilusin out of Ramses. And I brought you to the place of the base of Mikdash. To bring the carbon Pesach. Whoa. Says Tagim Yonasim and Uziel. The night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Where did we bring the carbon Pesach? So we would have said Mitzrayim. No. Hashem lifted us up on Anani HaKavit. He brought us to the base of Mikdash. Oh, yeah. And the first carbon Pesach was brought at the Makim HaMikdash. Right? Amazing. The first carbon Pesach was brought at the Makam HaMikdash. Says the Ephraim Zalman Margolis. That means Hashem brought us, His Kala, into His Bayis, the Beis HaMikdash. The Halacha is, Hava LeBayis is Chuppah. Bringing the Kala into the Bayis is Chuppah. So now we understand beautifully. Mekadesh Amo Yisrael Ayadei Chuppah V'Kiddushin. The Chuppah happened the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Kiddushin didn't happen until he gave us the money at the Bizas Yamsaf. That's what it means. Mekadesh Amo Yisrael Ayadei Chuppah V'Kiddushin. Rabbi Sai. so so far we learned a lot of the Lomdas and a lot of the Halachas of this Kiddushin that took place between the Rebbe Islam and Kla Yisrael. But what we want to learn is that aside from the fact that this marriage was subject to all of the halachas and all of the lamdas of Masech the Kedushin. Rabbi said we should realize all of the minhagim that take place at our chasanas today are all based on what happened at Kabbalah Satan. <clears throat> right? What do we do under the chuppah? We break the glass. I ask you, why do we break a glass? It's uh, Right? Because... Right? It's a mitzvah to sing Shwekis and Layalis, Yushalayim, Arash Simchasi, right? It's a whole thing. It's Avelos. Right? We have to remember Yushalayim even at a time of our, our Simcha. No. 
That's one reason we do it. You want to hear the real reason? Because when we get married, we have to remember the original marriage. What's the original marriage? Rebbeinu Shalom and Klal Yisrael. What happened at that original marriage? What was broken? The Luchais. To commemorate the Kiddushin HaRishonim, says the Yam Shoshoymai. Yam Shoshoymai, the greatest of all the Yachrenim, number 29. To recall the original Kiddushin, we break a glass under the Chuppah to remember what happened at the original marriage between Kal Yisrael and the Yibam Shem. Rabbi, so listen to this. There's a Sefer called the Sefer HaTashbeis. The Tashbeis was written by Rabbeinu Shimshain ben Yitzchak. He's one of the Rishonim, one of the Talmidim of the Maharami Rutenberg. When the Marami Rutenberg was in prison because of false charges, so the Tashbates used to sneak into his prison cell, and the Tashbates uh, learned from the Marami Rutenberg 590 dinim that are recorded in this Sefer over here, number 30, the Sefer Tashbates. Says the Tashbates, everything we do at a chasana is to mimic Harsinai. He writes like this, Lefi Shematsino on the second line, number 30. Behar Beimikaimais. We find in many places. Sha'ires Hakadashbarhu Yisrael Bataira. God married the Jewish people of the Taira. Bikal Aisan Aerasin Vinasuin Uksuba Anuaisim. And we mimic that. For example, the Khasan starts off his Amira with the words Hare at Mikudeshasli. Which ice? Which letter? Hey. Why do we start marriage with a hey? Kineged. This is from the words of Rishon. Kenege, the five books of Mishan. The Ksuba begins with which letter? Huff. No, the words of the, what it says in the Ksuba. Bez. Just like the Torah that begins with the letter Bez. At Matan Torah, how many Koilites do they hear? Mizma Ladavid. Seven kolos. In that capital, in Havel Hashem Neilim, it says the word kol seven times. Why do we have Shava Brachos? Why seven? Keneged the Zion kolos they heard on Har Sinai. How many times is Hashem's name mentioned in Shava Brachos? Fourteen times. How many times is Hashem's name mentioned in the Asar Sadibrois? Fourteen times. How many days between Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Torah? 50 days. How much money is the Ksuba? Hamishim Shkalim, 50 Shkalim. When Kla Yisrael were waiting for Kabbalah's HaTorah, says the Tashbates, as far as I know, I don't know any source of this, but he's a Rishon, Kla Yisrael fasted. Chassan and Kala fast the day of their wedding, just like Kla Yisrael before Matan Torah. Why do you have to put the money into her hand? Why can't you put it down onto a table? Because Hashem, the Pasuk says about the Luchais, It has to be like the Luchais. How long were Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim from the time they borrowed their Veshala, Yisha Mishchenta, Migaras Beisa until they left Mitzrayim? 12 months. How long do we give a Kala to get her clothing ready? 12 months. 12 months. Then the Tashbates lists a number of gematrias that have nothing to do with anything, but it's Kedai to know. Baruch Mordechai equals Arur Haman. Fine, that we know. Zachar is the gematria Bracha. Nekeva is the gematria Klala. Okay, that's just, that's just for your enjoyment. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's what he says, you know, take it or leave it. Anyway, 
So then he says like this. At a chasana, at a chasana, we juggle fire. Why fire? Why do we juggle fire at a chasana? Says the Tashvez, the Rishon. Kamoi umasha zorkin, neirois, dolkois, remez, lamatan, toiro, shenemra, vayikoilo, subra. Juggle fire, keneged, the lightning of Harsinai. Then he says the following amazing words. He says, Nekoit, hai, klolo, v'yadcha. Take this rule in your hand. Take this rule in your hand. The last. Kolham in hogim, shalchasan, v'shalkala, anulameidin, mimatantayr. All the customs of chasna we learn out from Matantara. Shahashem Hayamara Atzmai Kichasa Neged Kala. Hashem showed himself like a Kala. Now the Gemara Masakti Yvamas gives us some advice for getting married. You ready for this advice? The Gemara in Yvamas Samach Gimel Amabe says like this. Nechais Dargo Vinasavitsa. Go down a level and get married. Right? You're not married yet. It's before you're married. Nekait Hai. Right, the Gemara says, Go down a level and get married. What does that mean? Sometimes the guy doesn't want to get married. She's not good enough for me. Says the Gemara, it doesn't matter. Just get married. You can marry someone who's not good enough, right? Because chances are you're not good enough, right? But the Gemara says, Where does this come from? Says the Tamayam and Hagam. What do you mean, where does this come from? What was the first marriage? We banished them to Klai Yisrael. What was the greatest example of someone who had a settle in marriage? Vibarsham. Vibarsham. He had a settle. He had a settle for us. Right? As great as Vibarsham is, Malay Kalaras Kavaydai, he lowered himself. Vayered Hashem al Harsina. He had to come down to get married. By the way, what's the trap on Vayered Hashem? Darga severe. To go down a level. Nachas Darga. To go down a level. That's where we learn it from. Nachas Darga Vanasavitsa. Okay. Why we do the dancing in Sifatara and not in Matantara? If this is the time of wedding. Why don't we dance on... on uh... Matantara. There's a time of dancing. Was... Uh, when you got married, you dance. I hear. I you hear. dance in the end of the Torah. At the Chuppah, they're not dancing. It's later on, you know. Le- At the Suda. No. Interesting, Ha'ara. Okay, Rabbi Yisrael, let's just finish up. The Yushami tells us, that by the carbonos, by the seir izim that is brought on all the yom and tavim, it says seir izim lechatas, seir izim lechatas, seir izim lechatas, except by shavuos. On shavuos, it doesn't say seir izim lechatas; it just says seir izim. Why? Says Yushami that on on shavuos, what did we do? We were makabel the Torah. Since we're makabel the Torah, the Yibam Shalom says an amazing thing. Take a look on your sheets. The Yushami, the Yushami tells us. Number 33 in Rosh Hashanah, Paradalet Halachaches, Mikivan Shekibaltem Aleichem Oil Taira. Once you have accepted upon yourself the yoke of the Taira, Mala Ani Aleichem, I consider it, Keilu Loicha Tosamiyamechem. As if you never sinned in your whole life. In other words, you know why we don't have to bring, you know why we don't call it a chatas on Shavuos? Because in the Zchus, for accepting the Torah on Shavuos, Hashem forgives our sins. And every year on Shavuos, we accept the Torah anew. Hashem considers it as if we never sinned. I never understood this, Yushami. Accepting Torah is a big zchos. It's a big mitzvah. But just because you do a big mitzvah, your sins are not atoned for. What, somebody comes to a shir, he gets kapara? There's no kapara. You need to do tshuva. 
So what does Yushalmi mean? That because on Shavuos we accept the Torah, Hashem forgives our sins. So we would like to suggest, you know what the mechanism of this is? The Rashi brings down in Parashas Vayishlach, there are three people whose sins Hashem atones for. Someone who is someone who converts, and a chasan. And it says, or a kala. When you get married, your sins are atoned for. Every year on Shavuos, when we accept the Torah, what are we doing? We're reenacting the Kedushin. So Nachamal, we're a chasan and a kala. So the same way Hashem atones for the sins of the Kala and the Chasam at a wedding. Every year on Shavuos, Rebun Hashem atones for our sins. What's the mechanism? The mechanism is Midin Chasam Bekala. And that is why Rabbi Isai, the Vilna Gain tells us in the, the Tfilos of the Yom of the Shal Shugalim, we say like this, Ata Bechartanu Mikalo Amim, Ohavto Isanu, Veratzisabanu. Says the Grah. Atah b'chartanu mikol ha'amim is Pesach. Then on Pesach, God chose us from all the nations of the world. Ahavto isanu is Shavuos. He gave us the Torah. Avasayim ahavto. And v'ratzi sabanu, when did God appease us? When was He consoled for the sin of the Egal? Sukkis. So with which two words did the Anshei Knesset capture the Yom of Shavuos? What two words do they use to capture the Yom of Shavuos? Hashem showed His love to us. How do we understand that? Very simple. Based on everything we're learning now, Shavuos is not just an occasion Hashem gave us the Torah. Hashem married Klai Yisrael on Shavuos. There was Kedushin. The Luchos were Kedushin. The Kafalim Har Kegigis was Nesuin. It wasn't just the time Hashem gave us Torah. It was a Chasana. And therefore, Anshei Knesset Agdoila, and their Oymek Hahavana, they understood you know what two words capture the essence of Shuas? Ahavta Aisana. It was the time of the marriage of Kal Yisrael and the Rebbein Shalom. Let me be the first to wish you all a Mazel Tov. An upcoming Chasna. And, uh, you know, please invite me. And, uh, and, uh, it's important, Hargasha, important feeling to focus on that of course, we stay up at night, and we learn, and we commit ourselves to Lima Da but let's not forget about this very important aspect of Shavuos. Shavuos is Yom Chasunasai. It's a time when the Rebbe Shalom forged an eternal relationship with Kla Yisrael. It's Ahav To Yisano, Hashem is Meichel Aravoynois, Habotai, Agon Yantif. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.